Welcome to the Lifehouse Church Podcast. More information about Lifehouse and our senior pastors, Richard and Helen Kabakian, can be found at lifehouse.com.au. We hope you enjoy the following message. I'm so privileged really today to be speaking into this brand new series that you've just started a couple of weeks ago called Fresh Fire. And from the messages, I just, I just uh, recently watched Pastor Richard's message about passion from last Sunday. What an amazing word. And I just want to um, encourage you, God is doing something brand new and unique through Lifehouse Church. And we're just privileged to be sharing today and bringing a word today that I hope is going to really, really impact you and really going to help you. And from what I understand, we've been talking about fresh fire but we're not talking about physical fire. We're talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about the difference that the person of the Holy Spirit can make in our life. And I want to share from a passage of Scripture today from John chapter 16, John 16, verses 5 through to 7. I'm going to read a passage and then we're going to unpack it and have some fun today. So if you've got a Bible, wherever you're watching this from, it is so great to have you here, by the way. Open with me. Tap with me, whatever it is you're using to open your Bible today. Let's have a look. John 16, 5 says, But now I go away to Him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I've said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send Him to you. Okay, so Jesus in this Scripture is um, meeting with His disciples. He's got them together. He's having a leadership team meeting and he begins to unpack the next few um, days and weeks, the, the things that are ahead. He begins to tell them that he's actually leaving. But he says this really weird thing. He says, it's to your advantage that I go. You know, I think the disciples in that moment would have been like, Jesus, how can it be to our advantage that you leave us? Like you're the one that's opening blind eyes, raising people from the dead. You're the one that has shown us life. Your words alone give us life. Like they are freaking out. Jesus, how could you be leaving, be to our advantage? And you know, I think about the people in my life that are like an advantage to me. The people in my life that I'd never, but I'd always hope will kind of do life with me. One of those people, in fact, the most important person outside of Jesus is obviously my beautiful wife, Emily. And she is my advantage. I'm telling you, like I forget everything, right? She's the one that's always remembering things, always helping me to get places, And uh, I'm just so thankful for my wife. But, you know, Jesus was saying to his disciples in this moment, "Um, it's to your advantage that I go because he's actually going to send someone in his place. And that person, Jesus says, is the helper. It's the Holy Spirit. And this, this series, Fresh Fire, we're talking about the fresh fire that the Holy Spirit brings into our life. And I want to talk today about this from this thought that the Holy Spirit is our advantage. He is our advantage and He wants to bring an unfair advantage. You know, there's through, the sporting, um, through sporting history, we see people who've been stripped of premierships or titles. We think about people like Lance Armstrong who have been stripped of their titles because they had an unfair advantage. They were found to have an unfair advantage over their opposition. But the great news about Jesus, the great news about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is our unfair advantage. And we see scripturally, we see through Bible, that Jesus has come and He sends His Holy Spirit so we can have an unfair advantage in life. He actually wants to help us. He wants to empower us. He wants us to live life, as we heard last Sunday, with passion. And if we look at this our Scripture in Luke 24, 49, this is, again, a promise about the Holy Spirit. 
This says, I will send the fulfillment of the Father's promise to you. So stay here. This is Jesus. Stay here in the city until the mighty power of heaven falls upon you and wraps around you. And so we see that Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would come and that He would fill us with power. And then we see this moment where the Holy Spirit came and in Acts 2, 1, He says, on the, on the day of Pentecost, when all the believers were meeting together in one place, suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. So the disciples went from kind of being this really scared group of people who after Jesus was crucified, they were hiding in a room. They were afraid of being, of being caught. And they went from that to in one moment being filled with the Spirit and then going out and preaching publicly all about what Jesus had done. There was this radical transformation in their life and it came as a result of an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And so I wanna look just at a few advantages that the Holy Spirit brings us today. A few, for, this is for you, this is for me, this is for all of us. A few advantages that the Holy Spirit brings us. And the first advantage is a confidence advantage. The Holy Spirit brings a confidence advantage to our life. We see in Acts 4.31, we see that it talks about the disciples were filled with the Spirit and they preached with, with boldness. They preached boldly, that there was this inner confidence. In Acts 9.17, it says that Paul was filled with the Spirit and preached boldly. And again, Acts 9.28, we see the disciples are filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking boldly. That there was this amazing boldness that came uh, over, over them and came into them as they were filled with the Holy Spirit, that He actually brings a confidence advantage. I can think back to uh, a few years ago when my wife and I, uh, about, about five years ago now when my wife and I were, were pregnant with our third child, Audrey, and the doctor actually went in and told, he, we were told that um, they were having trouble finding her heartbeat and that you know, it was most likely that she was, had passed away. And I remember going to the secret place, going into the place of prayer and just crying out to God. And after a while of praying and crying out to God and just seeking God, I really had this, it's like the Holy Spirit came and filled the room. And I had this moment, an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And I was filled with boldness. I was filled with the confidence. And I felt like God was really encouraging me that she's not gonna die, but that she's gonna live, that our little girl was okay. In fact, at that point, we didn't know it was a girl. But I felt like God say, your baby's gonna be okay. She's gonna be okay. And I went back into the doctor's office that next week for the next checkup. Even though in the natural, we were told everything was going wrong, in, in, this, in the supernatural realm, in, 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 in my relationship with the Holy Spirit, I had this inner confidence that everything was all good. And we walked back and the doctor said, um, guys, I've got really bad news. All of the test results have come back really bad. It looks like all the levels that you know, should be here are here. And began to tell us this kind of bad news story. He said, but I'm gonna do one more scan just in case. And even still, I had this inner confidence that the Holy Spirit gave me that everything was gonna be okay. And as Emily lay down and they began to scan, the doctor kind of jumped back and was a bit startled and shocked. And he said, I can't believe this guys, but your baby is completely fine. There's a heartbeat, everything's all good. It, it's, it's like, this is going against all of, all of the test results. This is going against everything that we've seen in the past, but she's completely fine. It was this inner confidence. And the Holy Spirit wants to bring you he wants to give you an, an unfair advantage. He wants to give you a confidence advantage. You know, maybe today it's just there's something in your life that's been causing you to step back and be afraid and, and be timid. And maybe today you're gonna make a decision. Well, I'd encourage you to make a decision today to come 
into the presence of God and begin to, to, to seek God and lean into God and allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with an advantage, a supernatural advantage. The second, uh, the second advantage we see here in, in Acts is a power advantage, that the Holy Spirit gives us a power advantage, that it's not just... Um, that it's not just something when we face challenges that seem like they're out of our control, that we can, actually, we can actually pray and through the power of the Holy Spirit believe for things to change. I remember being on a youth camp a few years ago and a girl was there with a broken wrist and my wife, Emily, who has a, really has an anointing to see people healed and really has a confidence in God in that, just went over and said, I believe God's gonna heal your hand and began to pray for this girl. And immediately, all of a sudden, she just had this incredible strength. She wasn't a Christian, by the way. And all of a sudden, her hand was healed. She took the bandage and took all the stuff off. And she's like, I cannot, I have not been able to move my fingers. I can't believe this is happening. What was that? Well, that's actually what Jesus promised, that when the Holy Spirit fills our life, as we walk in relationship, as we walk in step with the Holy Spirit, that we'll be able to pray for the sick and see them recover. That will have a power. Jesus Himself said, you will receive power in Acts 1.8, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you'll be my witnesses. And so maybe there's a situation in your life right now where you feel like it's out of your control, but God could give you, God can give you through the Holy Spirit a power to pray and see things change. Third thing is this, the third advantage is this, it's a joy advantage. It's a joy advantage. You know, there's so many Aussies right now that are dealing with anxiety and depression. It's like a challenge that's facing our nation like we've never seen before. But when we see, we look in Scripture again in the book of Acts, we look at how the Holy Spirit moved through the early disciples, how He empowered them, how He, how he gave them confidence and boldness, but He also gave them joy. It says in Acts 13, 52, that the disciples were full of joy and the Holy Spirit, that there was this amazing inner confidence and there was this amazing joy that the Holy Spirit brought them. I know there's been so many times we've been out after church on a Sunday and we've been in a restaurant or somewhere and the waitress will come over and she's like, guys, I, you know, what have you been drinking tonight? And everyone's like, oh no, we haven't been drinking. Like we've been at church. And they're like, I can't believe you've been at church. Like, what are you guys on? I want some of it. But it's actually not, it's not what the world can bring. It's actually, the, it's actually a joy that the Holy Spirit can bring. And the Holy Spirit, He's come to bring an inner joy a joy that goes beyond circumstances, a joy that goes, whether you've had a, a, a good day or a bad day, whether you had a difficult time at work, you can have an inner joy, you can have inner peace that comes from knowing the Holy Spirit, that comes from doing life and walking in relationship with the Holy Spirit. And the fourth thing is this, that the Holy Spirit wants to bring a wisdom advantage, a wisdom advantage. Look at this in John 16, verse 13. It says, however, when He, the Spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak and He will tell you of things to come. We see again in Acts 6 verse 3 that Stephen was full of the Spirit and of wisdom. And again in Acts 6.10, they couldn't stand up against His wisdom or the Spirit by whom He spoke. When the Holy Spirit comes into our life, we'll be filled with wisdom. And I can think back to a few years ago where my wife and I, we were, we were having breakfast with some friends and I got a phone call and, and it was my sister on the other end of the, of the phone and she said that, that my granddad had gone back in the hospital for a checkup because there was an issue with his heart and he'd previously had heart attacks years before. He was relatively, really healthy otherwise and she said, it's all good, it's just a checkup, I just wanted to let you know. 
But as I hung up the phone, I really sensed the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. I sensed the Holy Spirit begin to speak to me. And I just had that inner, still small voice say to me, you need to go to the hospital right now. You need to go to the hospital right now. It was just this urgency. And so I went back to the table. I said, told my wife, Emily, I said, hey, we need to go right now. And we apologised to our friends. We just sat down and breakfast is my favourite meal of the day. My flat white was there. My poached eggs were there. And I was like, guys, I've got to leave the poached eggs with you. We've got to go to the hospital. And we went to the hospital. And as I was walking into the hospital, again, I sensed that small, still voice. And I sensed like the Holy Spirit telling me, you need to speak to your granddad about, this is the moment. This is the moment to speak to him about his, his eternity, where he is in relationship with me. And so we walked into the hospital room. And even though he was apparently healthy and everything was all good, I could just tell something was different. And we sat down at his bedside and we began to speak to him. And I asked him about his relationship with Jesus. Years before, in fact, before I was born, he'd walked away from the church. And I guess his relationship with Jesus many times could have been a little complicated. And I began to speak to him and I asked him about where he was at with Jesus. We had this really amazing, beautiful, deep conversation about, about Jesus, about his sacrifice on the cross, about the grace of God. And we prayed together. We, we talked about his favourite hymns. He assured me that he knew Jesus, that he was in relationship with God, that everything was all good. And he knew that essentially, you know, that, 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 his, that his relationship with God was based on the grace of Jesus and what Jesus did at the cross. With this amazing time together, we walked out of the hospital room and I remember thinking, I don't know what that was all about, but hey, I'm glad we had that conversation. And that day we drove away. We, we went on holidays that same day we drove away. And by the time I got to my holiday, I got a phone call from my mum. And in the spaces of about 12 hours, my grandfather had deteriorated incredibly quickly. And that was the last conversation that I'm aware that anyone had with him before he passed away. And, you know, the reality is that he was actually great in his relationship with Jesus, but I didn't know that. And I just wonder if the Holy Spirit allowed me, he gave me that sense, that, that, that wisdom, that inner discernment. He, he, he used by the power of his spirit to lead me. So just even for my own sake, let alone for my grand, but even for my own sake, that I knew where he was going. And you know, the Holy Spirit, his, his wisdom is available to all of us. His joy is available to all of us. His, 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 the confidence that he brings, the boldness that he brings, the power that he brings, it's available to all of us. And we don't have to strain and strive, but actually he's a gift. And Jesus makes a promise. He says, he says in uh, the book of Luke, uh, um, in the book of Luke chapter 11, he gives us this promise. He says in Luke 11 verse nine, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. And then he says this, which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? Terrible gifts, by the way. But if you then, though you are children, evil, sorry, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You see, the reality is today that we can do life with the Holy Spirit simply by asking God, by praying a really simple prayer, saying, Holy Spirit, will you come? Will you fill me with your power? Will you fill me with your confidence? Will you fill me with your joy? Ultimately, will you fill me with your spirit so I can live out the life 
that you've called me to live. Last week, Pastor Richard talked about living life with passion, that we shouldn't just drift through life, that as followers of Jesus, we wanna live a life of passion that brings glory to Him. But you know, that gift of passion, the gift of power, the gift of confidence, doesn't come as we work harder, we try harder, it comes as we ask. God is a perfect heavenly Father. He wants to bring good you good gifts. And the greatest gift He could give, in fact, Jesus even said, it's to your advantage that He leaves so that the Helper, so that the Holy Spirit could come. And, and it's to your advantage today that we invite the Holy Spirit into our life. Hi, I'm Richard Kabakian, pastor of Lifehouse Church. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this message and I hope and pray that you feel that it's added value to your life. My greatest desire is to see people develop a personal relationship with Jesus, which can begin by praying a very simple prayer. I'm going to pray that prayer right now. And if you'd like to begin that relationship, you can just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you in my life. I choose you as my only hope of being forgiven. Please come into my life and let me begin a relationship with you that will last for all eternity. If you've prayed that prayer, we would love to know about it and celebrate your fantastic decision. You can do that by sending an email to mydecision at lifehouse.com.au. We look forward to hearing from you.